Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my interview today was an utter delight, and uh, I was absolutely thrilled to, to meet and to chat with Deepa Mehta, my guest today on Face to Face, as we uh, chatted about her new film, Anatomy of Violence, at the Lightbox here in Toronto. It's going to be um, showing on the 17th, uh, followed by November 17th, followed by a panel discussion, and then thea- a theatrical release at the Lightbox on November 25th, also followed by a panel discussion. It's that kind of story. It's that kind of film. It's the, uh, well, I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's layered. It's nuanced. It's 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 complex, and it's it's comprehensive. How's that? <laughs> it's it's a film worth uh, seeing. It's a film. It's an important film worth worth talking about more. And as Deepa says, you know, her desire is that you know all great film can start a conversation, start a dialogue, and this will in fact start and continue to add to uh, the global conversation around uh, gender disparity and sexual violence and. Uh, extreme poverty and patriarchy and the list goes on. So uh, stay tuned. I hope you're going to enjoy this conversation uh, with Deepa Mehta about her new film, Anatomy of Violence. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by a a very special guest today. Real treat for me to be here at the Lightbox in Toronto with Deepa Mehta, a a celebrated Canadian filmmaker and a woman who is not afraid of going a little deeper. That's the sense I'm already (laughs) getting from Deepa. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's my pleasure, David. So we're here to talk about, I I hope, a whole lot of things, but Mm -hmm. but, uh, mostly, I suppose, about your new film, uh, Anatomy of Violence, which was a world premiere at uh, the Toronto International Film Festival this past fall. It's a difficult film. I was in the audience. I, uh, I watched the q and I, I saw you, I believe you introduced the film, and uh, it's, it's a film about issues. It's a film about gender. It's a film about violence. It's a film about poverty and culture and, and globalization. How, when, when, when you're being asked by journalists, when you've been approached by others to say, so, so tell me more about this film, what are, your, what, what, what are you saying? What, how do you, I, I mean, it's, it's so layered. 
Oh, well, that's really kind of you. I mean, <laughs> I, I thought you said you were going to say, it's so confusing. It's so confusing. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> so is, am I getting the sense you've been getting that from some people? No, no, oh, not okay, really. Good. But but yes, definitely there is a sense that uh, it's sort of def is it's a film that defies, uh, you know, a sort of a thematic uh, that this is a documentary or it's a docu docudrama or is it a dramatic film? Uh, is it uh, an experimental film? Is it an improvisational film? And, Vari uh, variety, variety, variety of semi-experimental features. I know. I, I mean, I think they're <laughs> just trying to make it safe. I mean, really, for me, it's a. I wanted to make a film about uh, around an incident that happened in India in 2012, where a young woman was gang raped in a moving bus, and it was horrific. For six hours, you know, she and her and her friend, a male friend, were were, you know, he was beaten senseless, and she was uh, uh, brutally raped and then thrown off the bus. And subsequently, the woman died. And it was it was such a shocking. I was in Delhi, and I remember waking up that December morning and uh, hearing about it in the news, and it just seemed like an eruption of a volcano. What was mm. happening in Delhi? because we had been sitting, the world had been sitting uh, on rape issues. And, and we'd say, oh my God, this is terrible. And there were NGOs and, and everybody did something about it or wanted to do something right. about it. But this left everybody feeling helpless, shocked, and personally brutalized. It was inhumane. It was. Uh, who were these people? Why, you know? And it became, uh, it became, you know, there were protests on the streets. It became, I think, it became a game-changing thing of awareness. Hate, hate to, I don't hate to use the phrase, but was it kind of that tipping point in a sense? Was it? Yes, it was. You know, okay, enough is enough. This is this has gone to a new level. Absolutely, it was definitely a tipping tipping point because there was there was an awareness on uh, from. All, all. It wasn't just women. It was men. It was young mm. men. It was mm. older men. It was. Right. It was. It, it felt like India, and then it felt like the world, saying that this is enough. We have to do. This is an endemic problem. It's not about a victim and a monster. This is something much deeper. So just before we get to the monster side of things, because mm -hmm. I want, let's do a little plug now. And later, November seventeenth, it's going to be at the Lightbox. Uh, for for a showing and then opens uh, theatrically on the twenty fifth uh, yes, yes, here that's as right. well. So yeah. so uh, and check out. I would imagine this uh, TIFF website will have more information. TIFF about will that. have more webs. You know, yeah. So we like to explain violence away. Mm -hmm. by, I think uh, by saying, well, they were monsters, or they were out of their minds, or they didn't know what they were doing, or, or whatever the case might be. You you. I, I heard you say at the Q and A that uh, I believe you said this. You said. Why they would do something like this in the first place is what fascinated you. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, I guess what you were saying, tell me, I suppose, is how did they get there? Is is that kind of the question that started this for you? Uh, for me, it it that didn't happen. I mean, you know, it it didn't happen that fast. You know, I did I did feel that this is an aberration and this is uh, these are monsters and this is you know, uh, but then you know slowly you started realizing. That this is there's more to it than mm. than just labeling uh, aberrant behavior to to just to poverty or to uh, or to misogyny or to patriarchy in it. And I kept and I 
I'm not, you know, this is not rocket science, but uh, I really started feeling that perhaps it was all of those. Mm. Perhaps, and if it was, uh, then somehow, not somehow, but definitely society is complicit in it. Right. And that is what fascinated me about making the film. So, so now we're going to go kind of philosophical, I suppose, <laughs> but, and we already have been a little bit, but for me then, the question to you is, is the problem of evil really one of complicity to some degree? When you look globally at all the things that go on around us, when we say, you know, yes to one thing, we're saying no to another. And mm -hmm. so if we turn a blind eye, you know, through our complicit behavior, in a way we're kind of, we're not advocating for it, but we're, we're okay with it on some level. You know, oh, if we it's don't. too horrific, so we don't want to face it. Mm. You know, it's a bit of that. I mean, I don't think, I think that, uh, you know, uh, evil does exist, but the ability of society as a whole waking up and saying, I'm going to fight this instead of being, instead of just ignoring it because it's a bit convenient to ignore it or, or being complicit in it because there is some sort of gain for us personally. You know, when you think of the Holocaust, for example, uh, you know, it, when, you, when you think of all those people who said, it's okay, or, or people who didn't want to accept ships that came here filled with, right. you know, with Jewish citizens. I mean, we are complicit in it. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. So that's what I'm saying. At what point we do have the power as society to say, enough. This might happen, but we will not. We will not turn a blind blind so, eye. So then, am I hearing you say that we're all potential advocates for change of one kind or another? Absolutely. Yeah. It's good. And why shouldn't we be? Mm -hmm. But you know, it's it's tough. Yeah. It's not easy. Yes. I mean, I don't think you have to, you know, wave a flag or give up what you're doing. Whether, you know, it's to make. Uh, but you can definitely say, I, I want to know more. I mean, how wonderful if we if we feel the power to affect social change, all of us. We, we, then we have a chance, you know. Well, I mean, I, it's the work that I do. I teach in international development. This whole mm -hmm. idea of, you know, I've, the phrase I've been coming up with lately, or came up with lately, is there's a whole lot of splash when the pebble drops into the pond, but maybe not a whole lot of ripple. <laughs> that's and, so true. And that's what we got to focus yeah. on more, right? And so, more pebbles. And, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we should all carry a pouch of metaphorical yeah, pebbles. Yeah, metaphorical. Us. Yeah, we, we well, need I, more pebbles. And Deepa, I love, you know, the, the, the way you say it's it's not misogyny, it's not patriarchy, it's not it's not you know, grinding or extreme poverty, it, it's all of those things. There's mm -hmm. a sense in which in the film, but by the way, congratulations, um, on, a, on a really, truly nuanced, and not, not a confusing film. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with nuanced. I would go with layered. I, I, I have to remember. With, I I David go, said it's a nuanced film. <laughs> <laughs> right. I would go with complex, comprehensive. How's that? Um, but really, truly, though, the way that you play with the structure, the way that you, you, you uh, play with the narrative and how you have adult actors in children's roles, and I mean, it's deeply unsettling in a mm -hmm. way, just mm -hmm. from a filmic perspective. But I think it really does speak to this idea of the layered-like nature of our own brokenness and That's how so we true. all yeah. are, you know, I couldn't help but coming out and called my wife and I said, wow, I mean, to what degree is bad parenting to blame for most of the problems in the world? Absolutely, you know? bad parenting or, or ininformed, ill-informed parenting right. or, or, bad, or, or education. Right. You know, it's it's shocking to me that somebody would say, uh, you know, 
they, they would think of banning, um, uh, you know, catcher in the rye, for example. Right. You know, so what, what are we doing by, by, by banning things, by not making our children? Um, one of the panelists that we're trying to get, because there is going to be a panel after the 17th screening and the 25th screening, Excellent. is... Um, oh, a panel after each screening? Uh, of, yeah, those oh, two screenings. Oh, fantastic. Oh, that's on, great. The one on the 17th is in the morning, and the one on the, the public screening on the 25th is also going to have a panel. And uh, we, we want to get um, uh, uh, two young girls, who are Tessa Hill and Leah, who are, I think, 14 now, who started this whole movement in school mm. and were the youngest recipients of the YWCA award, mm. which is against cyberbullying, you know, violence without consent. And so I'm saying that's our hope. Those, those young women are our hope. And it should be all of the ones in grade two, three, four. When a, when a boy is born, I mean, how do we treat him? How do we parent him to respect women. That's it. So it starts I, I, at home, doesn't it? It, yeah. it, to, it totally does. And, and I think for me, one of the words, uh, uh, just recently, a few weeks ago, I was a part of a conference uh, by the, uh, to, connected to the Canadian Race Relations Foundation, and, the, and, the, and the, the name of the conference was Inclusive Canada. And for me, this word of inclusion, mm -hmm. and I know it can be broken down and it can be problematic and so on, but as a parent, as a friend and so on, this idea of being included is just so important. And mm -hmm, if, mm -hmm. if we really could start from that relational point, mm -hmm. and as corny as that might even sound, and as hippie-ish as it might sound in a way, um, it's not a bad place to start, right? It's, and it's We're an in easy this place. Together. We're in this together. And it's an easy place yeah. to start. Mm. It's without institutions. It, it's without wanting help outside your home. Right. Uh, because that becomes difficult sometimes. You know, it, there's so many... Uh, there's so many institutions, and it can be very confusing where to reach. I mean, like I'm asking you, the film's going to go out, David, where, where should I, who would be interested in seeing it? I want everybody who can be a part of social change or who's interested in seeing it, come to see the film. I don't know who, which, where those institutions right, are. Right. So, but this, starting at home, is perfect. It's, it's much easier. It's doable. But it means parents being aware. It to totally does. You know? and, be and being open to having the conversation. Exactly. Not only together mm -hmm. and with their friends, but also with their kids. Totally right? with Creating their kids, Creating, again, of this inclusive, open yeah. environment where you can talk about yeah. these and, things. And, feel, and the kids will feel safe and you feel safe. My son's yeah. 11. We were driving. I was taking him to go scootering yesterday. Yeah. We drove by an abortion protest. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I've ever seen a, an abortion protest live. And there was about 50 people. And it was really fascinating as we, I thought it was like, oh, people are striking at the hospital, but it was, there were about 50 or 60 people off, off site of the uh, hospital property. I don't know what was going Anti -pro -choice. on. Anti-pro-choice. Anti-pro-choice. And so here's my 11-year-old son and I, and we end up having this marvelous conversation about Excellent. what this means. Excellent. What is pro-choice? I don't quite understand, yeah. you know, and yeah. just, and we, I mean, and that I think, I think that's what's so lacking, and, and you know, and, and I love what you say, and it's on your website. You know, the purpose mm -hmm. of film. You know, D. W. Griffith said is to make a see, but you're saying it's to start a dialogue. It starts a dialogue. Yeah, I mean, I you know, people have asked me, do you think it's going to make a change? And I said, I don't know if it's people are going to come out of of the film and say I'm going to change the way I think, but definitely, maybe, actually, maybe they'll start talking about it. 
I wonder too, deep, to, to some degree, if this is the kind of film, or at least it seems to me like this is the kind of film that people will look back on and say the timing was right. Well, you, you hit a nerve, you hit a chord. This was a part of a, a bigger conversation that was going on. I know, but it's, sometimes it feels, you know, it, it's, uh, maybe it's okay, you know. It's because it's not, it's not, uh, what's the word? I, I guess it's. Are you, are you impatient? Do you want, do you want bigger, greater change? Is that what no, 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 I'm not impatient. I'm, I'm a real, very boring realist. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I really, you know, b because I guess it's not a conventional film. Right. In that sense. And because one doesn't have, you know, Disney behind it or something, you know, right. yes. <laughs> selling yes. lots of ads or yes. whatever. Yes. It's, it, then you, I'm asking people to be engaged on a human level when they might not even be have any idea what the film is about and, and what the expectations might be because my films are sort of usually very beautiful to look at and they have gorgeous music and and this is a very raw film. And, it, it, uh, it, it sure is. Know, what, it, very, have, have you found at the few showings, the Q&A, and have, what, have the, what has the sort of the visceral response been of, of audience members? It's been, it's been different. I mean, mm. uh, it's different in different countries and it's different right. in different places. Uh, I was, uh, I was at, in Iceland uh, and, um, uh, and after the film was screened, I didn't, you know, we had a Q&A and stuff and uh, it turns out that, uh, uh, that the Minister of Education is uh, along with the, uh, the head of the film festival, Reykjavik Film Festival, is spearheading a process of getting the film to be a part of the senior school curriculum. Wow. That's, wow. I was just blown away. That's right. what I want for the film. I just heard a week ago that uh, Turkey wants the film and wants to take it with, from village to village all over Turkey uh, wow. with, with the film association and women's association and screen it. So then you say, okay, it's all right. You know, this is, this is, I don't need Disney, but, uh, you know, it would, uh, it would be, sure, you know, uh, sure. but this is because, you know, regular theaters and, and, you know, 500 theaters, it's, maybe it'll happen, but I think it's meant more for this sort of focus and, and, uh, Well, and it seems to me in a way that the audience, the audience needs to be in a particular place to see a film like this. Yeah. They need to be ready for it. Otherwise, it can it, be shocking. It, it can, it's yeah. so shocking. There's a yeah. sense, I think, in which you don't want to believe it. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this isn't true, is it? Isn't this isn't really? I mean, mm -hmm. there's a sense in which you sort of know this kind of violence and this kind of uh, thing goes on around the world. But there's also, I think, in a sense, certainly in the West, where well, maybe it's just a human problem. We don't really want to take down too far below the surface. No, we don't. And I think that, uh, you know, there's a, there's a, um, the, the feeling, and which I was very uh, intrigued by, where it, that happened in Spain as well, that uh, people really felt that it was very particular because it is about, built around the six rapists who were involved in the, in the 2012 rape case in New Delhi, but it's very universal. So they could relate to it. Canadians who saw it could relate to it because, uh, uh, you know, it's um, uh, you know, it's very uh, particular. And the minute you're particular, I didn't say that. Benoit said that is the very minute you get universal. Well, you, you can't. Know? I don't think you can go. You can walk out of this film and not say there are 
there are this touches a lot of uh, nerves uh, across across the globe. Mm -hmm. this, this has this issues that the the film raises creeps into all of our lives in one way. It seems to me one way, shape, or another, mm -hmm. right? Like there's absolutely touch, touch, it touch touches points, you, right? yeah, yeah, because it's uh, you know in a sense because you 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 feel also helpless because you you know where these young men are going to go. It's not going to be a good place. It's not where right. they go. Yeah, right. And this and I would love to at that point intervene and say, actually, if I give this one food or if I don't make sure that he doesn't get abused, he will not get there. And that's what I mean about education and, and parenting and family units, and, and that awareness has to start there. There's something, too, about the way that you used, you know, using the adult actors in, mm -hmm. in the roles of, of these kids and uh, their abusive, essentially, relationships mm -hmm. that most of them come out of. Um, it's heartbreaking to watch. It's mm -hmm. difficult to watch. Um, it actually makes it, I think, it worked for certainly for me on a different emotional level, a visceral level in a sense, mm -hmm. uh, where, and probably intuitive level as well, mm -hmm. where uh, there's a sense, the systemic nature of it, how deep this brokenness goes. Mm -hmm. This, 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 what you're seeing today around the boardroom table mm -hmm. <laughs> is actually related to something that potentially happened 35 years ago. Absolutely. And, and the way you craft the film, I think, helps us to, to at least have a conversation about that. Yeah, and that's where it's going to start. I mean, it's a conversation about it. And, and also then you see the growth and the fact that we don't show the rape or I chose not to yes, show it yes. because it isn't about the act of the rape. It's it's about, about how these particular six men might have gotten to that space and how do... How do they become dead, in fact? Well, Deepa, isn't, isn't the anatomy of violence really not the violence of the Rape Act itself in this particular case for you? Isn't that? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. is what causes, what caused the rape. The politics. The politics. The upbringing, the education. The misogyny, you know, the, and power. Mm. power. I mean, the whole inequality of gender and you know, gender inequality, and where, where there is such a, you know, it's so easy to just hit somebody and hit somebody who you think is, quote unquote, the weaker sex. I mean, where does that come from? Where does, you know, that's power on a very, very basic level. And it, you know, it can be, it becomes far more sophisticated, you know, but it isn't as if rich people don't rape, you know, it's got nothing to do with class. Right, and it's, it's, about, it's about a, it's about a worldview really, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's about presupposition and assumptions that you make about others in general, really, isn't totally, it? Totally, absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and we'd like to live with, you know, I, I can understand for entertainment that, you know, it'd be really nice always to think of, uh, of Canada as, you know, as a country that, um, uh, you know, cares about the environment, is, is liberal and is, is actually democratic and and not think about the thousand Aboriginal women who were murdered and you know have disappeared. It's in the same way. It's easier to think of India as the land of yoga, and you know, uh, you 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 know, right. I can't tell you how many people or Bollywood, right. and uh, because it's just so much more attractive. Lives are tough. We have tough lives. They're not easy. We all need escape things and have our idea of what Shangri-La is like. And anybody who breaks it is not is not actually embraced. 
the screen, the, the, the writing for this film took place, uh, sort of grew out of workshops. Yes, it did. Um, yeah. So very collaborative process. Totally collaborative. And, and was it a sense, were you taping those conversations with the actors? Were you yes. making notes? Was this, you know what, let's rehearse this sort of around in a room while we're sipping tea and coffee and then go out and shoot it? Was it that sort of in your face? Uh, somewhat. Yeah. It was a bit more, uh, what, what, how we did it was that we, we had these actors and a very dear friend of mine who, who's, who's done, who's a wonderful theater director, uh, you know, has done some of the workshops for my film. And so I reached out to her because I really wanted to do the Mike, uh, Mike Lee sort of process of uh, mm. getting, uh, getting the actors together and collaborating and ha having a screenplay come out of that. I mean, I knew what the context was. It sure. was about the six rapists and, uh, and the evolution of their lives to the point that was very clear, but the idea was to make us to get a screenplay. So we, you know, I, I told one of the actors, okay, you're 30 years old and you work, you know, you, I don't know, you work in, a, you sell books, or, and you're 17 years old and you ran away from your village. Or, so they had some kind of context and said, okay, and I want to see something from your life. I want to see uh, the most traumatic moment in your life. Uh, you know, I say I, but it was Neela and myself, my friend. Uh, we wanted to see um, uh, when you know a scene with you and your family, a scene with you and your friends, a scene where you were happy, a scene where you were sad. And so they all went off, and they could, and they pooled mm. their resources, and mm. they asked each other to be a part of their scene, and they would come and enact it. And Maithili, who's here was the cinematographer, you know, she she was just taping it. Right. And uh, and then, the, and that night, and then, I, you know, I wouldn't like something or Neelam would like anything, and I said, you know, why why do you make these choices? I, why don't you try it this way? So then they'd go back and come back and do it, and we, we'd do it two or three times till we were satisfied. So it was completely a collaborative process, and. Uh, Maithili would be taping it. And then at night, actually, she and, a, uh, and one of the actors would sit, sit down and uh, transcribe everything mm. because it was meant to be a screenplay. Sure, but, sure. you know, two days later, I mean, I knew that this was the real thing. Was, is, that, is that a liberating process or does it scare the hell out of you in a, in a, in a certain creative way? Uh, You know, I, I mean, can you're see. A no, I'm trying a, to. I, it's you're building a script good. out of a no, community, right? Yeah, but it. I'm trying to. It's a very interesting question. Um, I, you know, I didn't. Um, I think it wasn't scary at all. Maybe because, um, uh, and it wasn't either liberating either. It was. Hmm. Uh, it just felt very natural. Mm, it felt nice. like the yeah. right step. And while I was making this film more than any other film, it, I felt I felt that I was doing something that was um, that came very naturally. It it didn't feel uh, it felt organic. That's maybe good. that's the word. It takes a village. Yeah. It takes a village to raise a child. Maybe it takes a village to write a script. <laughs> Probably, <laughs> and especially when it became a non-script <laughs> in yes, a way, because yes. it was really yeah. Yeah. their story, the actor's stories, their screenplay. Yeah. You know, I was just. You know, tinkering with it, or Neelam would say a few things, right, but it was, right. uh, it was, 
it's theirs. I mean, I think the film belongs to the actors. Are you, would you, I mean, I've seen most of your films. I would, I would call you a hopeful filmmaker. I mean, there's a really? beauty. Really? I would. <laughs> I mean, there's a beauty in a, uh, um, uh, uh, there's a central beauty to your filmmaking, and I think a maybe a hopeful cynicism. Mm -hmm. How's that? I like hopeful cynicism. Yeah, yes. yeah. I mean, because I think in order to get to that hope, you've got to go through some of the mm -hmm. the, the darkness, the melancholy, the despair, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, just mm -hmm. to kind of rise above that. I don't know if that makes any sense or no, not. No, no, it does. I mean, uh, it was the. Uh, I would like, yeah. I mean, you know, like you, uh, I studied philosophy, mm. so uh, my. Uh, I think my approach to filmmaking is, uh, I, it's not philosophical as much as it's, it's a bit, it's thoughtful, I think. And it's, it's a great, uh, I'm a great believer in, uh, and you know, sometimes it can go horribly wrong, but uh, yeah, I'm a great believer in um, instinct. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I guess where, where the question was coming from, I started to think about a couple different scenes in the film as you were chatting, and the one scene of the father, I believe, who can't give up smoking. Yeah, and he will not stop I will coughing. Never, I will never forget this. I'm getting goosebumps thinking about wow. it because of the way you cut back to him. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I just, I wanted to get in there and shake this guy. and go, I know. Would you stop smoking? But for me, Deepa, it was this, this, this is how deep it goes. Yeah. This is how troubling this actually is. It's, a, it's an addiction. It's a, it's a part of, I hate the phrase, part of our DNA because it's too deterministic. Mm -hmm, and it, it, mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, uh, uh, disavow, dis, it doesn't allow for change, I suppose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But here's this guy who just, <laughs> I mean, clearly he wasn't well, and yet he continued to it's smoke. smoke. yeah. Well, it, well it's endemic right? of the whole film, uh, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the exactly. systemic kind of nature yeah. of it. So yeah. I guess that was where I was going when mm -hmm. I asked you the question about, about hope about advocacy, about change. Yeah, and but you're right. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I know why I wanted to make the film, and to, and it was, it was to actually, um, on, on a very selfish level, it was um, to, uh, it was because of my own curiosity. Mm. I'm very curious about this. Mm. I'm really, I'm, I'm horrified, yes, yep. but I'm also, re it was curiosity that drove me finally to make the film. And is Be that sort of curiosity about why this would happen in the yes, first Yes, absolutely. Yeah, how, how can even, how, how can, can any How can this, this happen? How can, and also our own complicity in it. And, you know, me sitting there watching in my comfortable, in my mom's comfortable house in New Delhi, mm. watching this on television and saying, where was I? Right, right. And do you think that question is going to be asked in a deeper way as a result of this film in India and others? I, mean, I there was hope a, so. There was a recent documentary, Daughters of India, uh, is yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I saw it, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, clearly seems to be, you know, I see it on BBC, there was a whole, last week there was a whole uh, series of articles on sexual violence, on shaming uh, through social media. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, it's it's seems to be, uh, you know, on, on, on a, a beyond a surface level. Uh, some kind of a, I mean, yeah. you some know, kind it, of a conversation. It was, yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, uh, Leslie, who made uh, the documentary, the uh, uh, Daughters of India, sadly, the film was banned in India, which seems absurd. Uh, absurd. On so many levels. But because the fact that it was banned in a in a strange, I think, very unhealthy way, um, it it got uh, it did get a lot of play. Right. Right. And which is right. good, you know. Right. Which kind of is flip it on its yeah, head. exactly. Yeah. 
and and that's great and uh, uh, anatomy of violence is very different of course because it doesn't deal with the with the survive you know with the victim who right, and, right. or the rape in itself um, but uh, it was screened uh, about three weeks ago at uh, the Mumbai Film Festival and it was uh, I did I couldn't go but uh, it was uh, I believe it was a very very interesting uh, response and now we're getting feedback and you know articles are coming out in Hindustan Times and all the major newspapers about the film so it it you know, it's people are in India. Uh, their reaction has been, I think, uh, uh, mostly um, horrified. Right. Yeah. Which is what one should feel. And uh, but it is being uh, screened in uh, uh, again in Cambodia and Philippines and Singapore. Oh, oh that's amazing. And and having panel discussions around it and. Uh, uh, sometime in February, I think, and that's that's exactly what I want, and I'd love it to go all over Canada, you know, all over the world. You, I've heard, I think I read in a, a recent article that this might be your last film. Is this is this true? I'm just so tired. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thought of doing another yes. film is exhausting. Yeah. Yes, but, I bet. Uh, well, I especially think, uh, a film like this. Especially a film like yeah, this, and yeah. it just takes the Mickey out of you. But uh, I don't know, maybe. As uh, you know, it, I, I don't know. Right now, I don't want the, the idea. Yeah. It's too well, you're soon. still in the middle of this, uh, right? I know, you've exactly. Got, you've got panel yeah, discussions to prepare for. I know. <laughs> panel discussions, yes. Well, I sure hope yeah. it's not your last film. It's uh, for sure. Well, let's just before we wrap up, uh, November 17th, here at TIFF. Uh, in the morning, 9.30, special screening, yeah. And then, the, and then with a panel discussion to with follow. With a panel discussion. And then we've got a theatrical release on November 25th here also at the Lightbox. Yeah, with a panel discussion yeah. on the 25th as well. And yeah. a panel discussion as well. You you said that that for you a lot of this, I mean, right back to, to, to I think, 1996 in Fire. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. You know, this is about choice. It's about choice. It's about responsibility and choice. I mean, and, well, about women's choice in particular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But... But obviously, men have some kind of. Um, hmm. They have a very important they have a voice, role. To, right? They have a very important role to play. I mean, I, I yeah, I think it was in Spain about a week ago when I said that, you know, we, we're in this together. We're in this together. You know, don't think it's about it's a gender war between men and women. Right. Hey, we this is for humanity. This is for our children. We need you. You need us. I mean, let's just get it together. You know. I think uh, it's a, 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 a nuanced and layered film. There you go. There's, <laughs> there's my soundbite for you. And honestly, congratulations and, and, and thank you for, you know, for taking so many risks with this. And I think, and, 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 I'm, and I'm thrilled that you stayed away from the, 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 the violence of the act and chose to go after a whole other level of violence that, that, that is global. That is That global. is affecting us all. Yeah. That's affecting us on a really micro and a macro level. And, mm -hmm. and, and I'm pretty convinced this is going to start a dialogue, if and oh, already has. From your mouth to God's ears, David. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for your time today, Deepa. November 17th at the, the Lightbox, November 25th, Anatomy of Violence. Uh, a real pleasure to chat with you today. And Likewise. I, I, and I often say this, I'll look forward to part two. I, uh, I hope I can do that. Uh, you'll be the only one, David. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you so much. Thank you. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 